still buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. So, my sisters, have you gotten all uh, cleaned up and organized and ready for the new year? I tried. We talked about it last week, so no. you well, had a whole week. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're, you're in 2019 now, or 2020, right, Riley? You're, you're the future. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm fine. I did my <laughs> You're resolutions. done. You passed go. You're already in 2020. We're still stuck back in 2019 mm-hmm. getting rid of bags and bags of stuff from our houses. Yeah. Like everyone else in the country, apparently. Yeah, I, I've been trying to do the same thing, even though I'm living it up here in 2020, but getting <laughs> rid of stuff is hard. I, I'm surprised. I, I assume that the Armageddon already happened up in 2020. So the fact that you have stuff to get rid of is encouraging, I guess. <laughs> uh, before before we talk about how we're all organizing our lives and fixing everything, because uh-huh. that fixes everything, right? Yes, I mean, that's what that's that's my theory, by the way. Why is everybody organizing their lives? Yes, it is partially because Marie Kondo is fascinating and and so smart and right. And I want to do everything just like her. Obviously, that's the number one reason. But number two is like, will this fix it? (laughs) If I do this, will this will this fix Everything. Everything. <laughs> you gotta focus on the fixing the little things because the big things are just so bad right now. <laughs> it was the it was the everybody went, Well, grant me the courage to change the things I can. This is a thing I can change. I can get rid of everything <laughs> in my house. I can I get hot dog fold instead of hamburger fold my clothes. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't have to have serenity about this one. I can do this. <laughs> uh before we before we talk about that though, I feel like since we do a podcast about teen stuff, uh-huh. when I open up my my Twitter app and I see on my trending topics Logan Paul's face, yeah. I feel like we're obligated to talk about why I am being forced to know more about Logan Paul again. Yeah. <laughs> it's in our it's in our terms and agreement or whatever <laughs> terms and conditions terms and conditions agreement we, we if if i open up twitter trending topics and i'm like oh there's that kid again what's his thing where is he we why is he someone <laughs> and we have to talk about it so i'm so uh <laughs> it's been like a year since we've had to talk about him right yeah i think it's been ex- not exactly a year like to the day but definitely to the month i hope it's not to the day or else it's like is this is this some universal like like gravity to my, my crappy birthday <laughs> present every year is is Logan Paul does something else stupid? I I my theory was that it, if it is like a yearly occurrence, it's so, it's similar to my theory on why Justin Bieber took the time to insult JoJo Siwa uh-huh. at the very end of 2018. Right, was just like Justin Bieber realized. Nobody has talked about Justin Bieber in a really long time. Right. <laughs> and I, I I don't know if they're going to talk about me in a good way, but I can definitely, it's like a little kid, but I can definitely get in, it, like some attention. Yeah. He if I make fun of this. And, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, he's chill now. He got married. He's like fine. He stopped talking about Selena. He had to do something. And he had to do something. And so he made fun of, I was going to say a 16 year old's new car, but is she even, she's I don't even, like 13. She's I like thir- maybe thir- 14. A 13 year old got a car that had like rainbows and unicorns on it because like, let's face it, if 13 year olds could buy cars, that's what they get. They would get cars with rainbows and unicorns. I mean, of course, a yeah. large percentage of them would do this. Or even if 30 year olds had driver's license and could afford a car sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people who probably wish they had the guts to get cars with rainbows and unicorns on them, but they are held back by by the mores of our society. Jojo they feel Siwa like they can't. is held back by nothing. No, Jojo Siwa is... Only held back by the bow in her hair. She she is she is a, a hurricane with a sparkly bow and a very high ponytail that worries me for that like... worries me for her head. Like her scalp. Like I feel like it must hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Justin Bieber made fun of Jojo Siwa and my, my thought was he just figured he like no one it's 2018 it's the end of 2018 nobody has spoken about me in the entire year yeah i have to get one in yeah right under the wire i'm gonna make fun of jojo siwa and then twitter's gonna talk about it for the next week yeah 
Logan and then, Paul checked his watch and was like, man, it's been a year since I posted that awful, awful video and everyone was talking about me. I, time to do something else stupid. See, I, So I, he did. I, I don't know. I thought it was maybe more along the lines of like an ancient evil situation. Like, oh, the, <laughs> when the, once a year, the stupiding <laughs> must occur. <laughs> the signs are aligning. Oh, no. It has and to he, be he emerges fed. from yeah. some cocoon of, I don't know. No, but see, here's the thing. That that was true. And then one year, Logan Paul didn't do anything stupid. And then Donald Trump became president. So it's already like it's already too late. The seal was broken. The, seal was broken. <laughs> the hell mouth has opened. <laughs> Trump this- emerged and became president. It, it doesn't matter. Logan Paul, you can stop. I really thought for a second you were going to say Trump emerged and became Logan Paul. <laughs> no. And everything in the and world then, made and sense. And then that turned into a, a giant snake. <laughs> Where's Buffy? Please. I don't know because like he's been the principal for two years now so like wasn't he supposed to die I don't know <laughs> Frey we're in a, in a horrible future world someone's gonna appreciate a Frey reference alright don't worry about it <laughs> uh, that was all Buffy reference by the way I'm not really wishing death on anyone that was just Buffy where the principal keeps getting replaced and yeah you know Sure. It's sort of like a Harry Potter Defense of the Dark Arts teacher thing for uh-huh. people who of the newer generation who aren't so much into Buffy, but yeah. maybe, you know, here's another reference for you. I just, I, I only wish impeachment on people, never uh-huh. death. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, so so lo- what did Paul. Logan Paul do? <laughs> Logan Paul said on a podcast, which is just like making podcasts everywhere look bad. Stay away from down, us. <laughs> why you got to take down the whole medium like that? Seriously. We're over here just trying to do goof. That was the end of podcast. <laughs> the end of podcast the day Logan Who let Paul him on entered a podcast. One. <laughs> um, he said that he would quote go gay for a month. And that's mm. not like me like paraphrasing or like saying I and I don't even know how you twist that. Like that's just like literally what that guy said. Did he follow it up with Obviously, I'm joking. That's a ridiculous thing to say. People don't go gay. I don't think Logan Paul has ever said I was joking or that was a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, I I mean, from what I understand, it's like he was talking about like, oh, like January is going to be sober January and then February is going to be like the opposite. Fatal February. Like we're going to go crazy. And then March is going to be all male March. We're going to go gay for a month. It. So I, I guess in that context, it was meant as a joke, but it's a pretty, pretty poor taste making fun right. of, yeah. you know, like someone's, the, the way people are, it's, it's, yeah. He did well, it's, it's not an he okay did. joke to make because the, the sad thing is that there are people who believe that that is, that, that it's that simple, like it's right, a, choice a choice people make. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, there are people out there who would say, well, yeah, that's basically what people do because they think it's trendy or they think it's popular or their friends pressure them to. Right. And and so it's not like it's not ridiculous. That it's, not, it's not so ridiculous that you can talk about it lightly and make jokes about it like that. Yeah. Um, not that you should ever joke about you know the people the way people are like that's right. that's punching down it's bad humor they're bad yeah. jokes like try to be funny how about yeah. like if you're trying to be funny at least also be funny don't make fun of people and be mean and say cruel things and right. not even be funny um so what you're saying is you roasted him and said you're doing a bad job being funny yeah well i mean i would say on top of the fact that that was Sick a heartless burn. and cruel thing to say it also isn't <laughs> funny i agree because then the, the punchline of the joke is that people are gay and that's not right. a punchline. And right. let me take you back to the 1990s when that was a frequently a punchline. Yeah. In many television, very popular television series over and over yeah. again. Um, and that is not, you know, it's not a punchline. It's a just the way people are. are. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, welcome back to the news cycle. I, know. I thought 2019 was going to be different. I thought was, why i thought it was gonna be better <laughs> what? but did you think logan paul would be different because no <laughs> i just thought like he did the bad thing and like the really really bad thing and everyone was like we're kind of done with him now like we we're done giving him like space but you know this is something because it's kind of like i don't know different generational moron but like louis ck who now is yeah. just kind of i guess just 
flailing to the alt-right now, like, well, the 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 liberals wrote me off, so I guess I'm just going to be as disgusting as possible because there is this section of humanity that's totally fine with that. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I think that's just like those people just that's what they realize. Like, unfortunately, it's like they they could try to be better people or they could just play to the horrible people that will accept them as awful as they are. Yeah. That are no, going to keep laughing and that at gay jokes and, and, yeah. and racial jokes like in in 2019. Yeah. No, I mean, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Louis C.K. just doubled down and said, yeah, it's all just funny. And if you don't get it, then you're a jerk. And so right. the people who like it, I'll sell tickets to. And I mean, if those are the people you want to get in bed with. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, th- I I mean, I think the, the sad thing is apparently our like... I don't know if it's because they're both guys. I don't know if it's because they're both white guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know what you have to say or do to get written off anymore. I, I mean, I, I guess. Know. I mean, like even Kevin Spacey released that crazy, <laughs> what the heck? that yeah. crazy YouTube video. I, apparently nothing. Apparently there's nothing you can do I, I, to just have all of society be like, this is a bad person. I mean, I See, think in the context that you're a white dude. I think that's, that's the that important part. I mean, part. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe, and and, and I, I would say straight and, and cis as yeah, well. Yeah. But yeah. They're, they're like liches. They just, they, they don't die because they, they're not really alive. I don't know. They're, just like, they're always there. Nothing can make them go away. <laughs> And you know what's sad to to lead into what we were actually planning on talking about in this in this culture where Logan Paul gets another turn at the he he's on a podcast. I know right now he's in the spotlight because he did a bad thing, but like he's he's getting work of some sort. Like people are inviting him to right. voice his opinions for whatever reason. Well, I uh, mean, it, do we really have enough uh platforms for the opinions of cis straight white dudes right now (laughs) i really don't think we do (laughs) we need a few more uh but in that same in the same culture poor marie kondo is getting so much crap for what i will fight anyone that has bad words about marie kondo Uh, it people really have turned on her and i think the reason is that like they just don't want to do things that way and instead of just saying, well, you know what? Maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe this is different than yeah. how I see the world. I do not desire to organize my life or my house or my things like this. I don't see the world this way. Doesn't mean I'm wrong or she's wrong. Doesn't mean anybody's right or wrong. Just means, eh, not for me. Uh, instead, people, it has to be right or wrong. On a deeper but, level, is it perhaps because she's asking yeah. us to respect things and these people validate us being disrespectful? yeah i mean i think that's part of it i think i think certainly what she is butting up against and i and by the way i i think what goes without saying is she is also an asian woman Mm -hmm. and i think we've been talking about white men who are being let back in even though they've done horrible horrible things yeah and she is being like criticized by some on twitter because she suggested that maybe you don't need to keep every book that you ever owned (laughs) if you hate them and don't want to ever read them again and they're just taking up space on your bookshelf and people are you know losing it over that um i think that definitely race and gender plays a big part in that uh but i think beyond that yeah she's butting up against like our consumer culture that says we are defined by the things we own and that they are like we have to have more and more and more and more and the more things you can stack around you and say that you have like that gives you value that gives you worth and to start to suggest that maybe like you should have a personal relationship with your the items in your home thank them and be good to them and treat them with respect like well that completely I mean that falls apart if you go to Walmart and buy a hundred dollars worth of plastic stuff and shove it in a closet and never look at it again you know can I just say, I found out she has a YouTube channel that shows you how to fold every type of clothing. <laughs> like, mm. I haven't watched all of the series on Netflix, but they go over shirts mostly or like 
you mm-hmm. know, the standard types of clothing. No. Marie Kondo has you covered with these like 50 second to one minute videos that you can just put on real quick while you're putting your stuff away. It's like, want to know how to put away your bras? Like this. What about your underwear? Or skirts? Or ties? Like your belts? See, it's all right here. I think, I think if you want, and see that's like, that's a, I would say that is a sticking point for me. Yeah. I folded my shirts and pants pretty much like she said to. Yeah. Well, they don't stand up on their own, but like they're folded that close way enough. basically. <laughs> they're close enough. And I think that sta- like stacking them so you can see them all on the edge mm-hmm. on their sides. I think that's brilliant. I can yeah. see them all. Uh, when it came to like underwear and socks and that stuff. I mean, they're just like in different sections of my underwear sock drawer. Nah, I have all nah. my underwear shoved to one side and my socks shoved to another. Now I have a little stacked piles and, and organized <laughs> sections and I am. See, that that is a bridge too far for me. But this is non-judgmental. I, I, I don't mind all my my MeUndies are in a giant pile. You know, I it doesn't matter which MeUndies I grab. I was the <laughs> same way. But then I looked at my other four drawers. I was like, these look so nice. And I looked at that last one. I was like, you're still making me feel very anxious. <laughs> I, I, I did take her up on the little socks. Like instead of making the little balls, which I've only ever done. Like actually like just folding the socks together. Yeah. Like in an accordion fold. And it is, I, I will say it's, it, it's a much better space saver. You get a it lot is. more socks in your drawer when you fold them that way. I'm sure you do. But like, I just don't, I, maybe I don't own enough socks for it to matter. Cause like my drawer very comfortably has like three sections in it. Like on the left are the socks in the middle are the bras and on the right are the underwear. Yeah. And they're just all kind of in a pile, but it doesn't matter. Cause like whichever, you know, yeah. I don't pick and choose whatever I grab off the top is fine by me. Yeah. I, I did really think it was precious when she was talking about bras being like a special a, like a like a special per article of clothing so you get they get a special treatment and you're just, just like very respectfully folding the bras like i own nothing but sports bras they they get folded in little squares but still like that was a cute little moment where i'm like you yeah. know what yes you should take that moment to appreciate your and, and respect your bras <laughs> I, if you, you know choose i to think wear that's them. fair yeah <laughs> i think that's fair my my bras serve me well because they occasionally are the only reason that my shirt is not soaked with breast milk so cool cool (laughs) thank you bras thank you bras I do think like one thing that I really love about her is that there's a lot of what she does that's very much informed by like different aspects of Japanese culture like there's a whole art for folding handkerchiefs as like they use like handkerchiefs as gift wrap sometimes like mm-hmm. for different objects. Like if you have a round object, here is a fold for a round object. Here's a fold for a square object. So there's actually, <laughs> and it's like a whole like kind of like high art form. Like people like train in this to like be able to properly do this. So it's like, it's kind of a cool, like she just kind of takes something that's very like specific and like, you know, manicured. It just kind of makes it accessible to the general populace. See, I, that, but I think that's nice. I think like those those kinds of skills and that attention to detail and that respect for the things you own. I mean, it, it is a more appreciative, grateful way to mm-hmm. look at. I mean, like the things you've brought into your house, you exchanged money for. And presumably that money was given in exchange for like work done of some sort. Yeah. You know, of effort. And so like it's it's respecting the whole transaction. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that way they won't come to life and haunt you what now <laughs> it's like, um, uh, what <laughs> well like there's a lot of like the like japanese yokai are legitimately just objects that you've let fall into disrepair or you've neglected they're like umbrellas and like sandals and like sake pots that you just didn't take good care of and so they become possessed which is like I think I think it's a Shinto belief that like every object has a spirit, and that and uh-huh. she was a Shinto shri- uh, prime, uh, a Shinto shrine priestess, I think, or for some time in her life too. But like, oh. I think I think I'm not sure if it's a Shinto belief though. But that like all objects have like a little spirit, so that's why also why you respect them. But also then if you neglect them, they might become evil shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is fascinating. And it also makes me a little nervous. It does make me very <laughs> nervous. I have a lot of neglected stuff. <laughs> I, a lot of haunted things that are mad at me. I mean, well, like, I, I, mean, I think I have like this whole section. <laughs> I think I have a whole section in my closet of like 
now haunted clothes that are two <laughs> sizes smaller than me that I still believe I'll get back in someday. <laughs> you just open your closet door and it's just like howling, just like death shrill moans. Like, ah, yeah, that's the haunted closet. <laughs> it's full of neglected clothing. That's what happens whenever I go home now. Like my dorm has all the things in it that I use. And as soon as I open the door to my bedroom, it's just like, <laughs> you left us. Terrifying. I am certain I have haunted knitting needles now. I know those are haunted. My knitting basket with the half knitted scarf that I never finished. Oh, no. Yeah. Oof. That'll be scary when it comes after me. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um. Well, I uh, I think I think that regardless of whether or not you think your um, items might haunt you, I do think that uh, you know that's that's kind of a nice it is a nice concept, but I can see why it would be challenging for some people. And I think some and I think there are a lot of people who look at it very surface. Like I'm not going to say thank you to my jeans; it's silly, and they move on. And like I mean, I'm not going to say that as I was folding and putting away my clothes I said thank you to every piece of clothing yeah I, I would be lying if I said I did but I did try really hard to think about why I wanted the thing and did it even if I couldn't say like it brought me joy like what did it connect me to in me mm -hmm. what did it make me feel about myself about my life about who I am and what I do in the world like I did do all that and think about it yeah and then as I put my stuff back I was more thoughtful about like like, I have my pants organized by, like, the places I go when I wear them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And, like, and they, they now, like, they I, they connect me to places. Like, yeah. these are my doctor pants. These are podcast pants. These are... <laughs> I want podcast <laughs> pants. <laughs> these are mom pants. <laughs> like, I have different, you know, and, and I... I don't know. I so I, I don't know that I necessarily actually looked at them and said thank you podcast pants, but <laughs> you know, you have a 4-year-old who wants activities. You could just have her with you and just hand her pieces of clothing as you're folding them and say Charlie, tell them thank you. Mooch them. She would pick those up. Oh yeah. Them. She would thank do you. that. I already totally like did the conmarie on her room though. Really? Her drawers and closet is I totally reorganized everything. Yeah. Which she's thrilled about because she can get to all her stuff now. And she yeah. loves picking out pants because I folded all of her little pants the oh. way that you're supposed to. That's and so she cute. loves it because it's like, I mean, all of her pants are like sparkling and pink and rainbow right. and all this stuff. She loves looking through a little library of pants and picking out. <laughs> like a little file folder <laughs> she, or they file do. cabinet. That's what they look like. I love that. Um, well, let's, other than, other than our clothes and our, and our conmaries, we should talk about other ways that we've gotten organized. But before we do that. Let's check the group message. Sisters, I have a uh, I have a sponsor that I would like to tell you about. Who is that? But I, you know, I don't even need to tell you about though because you already know. But then our listeners wouldn't know because they can't see what I'm looking. Sydney, our listeners need to know. I know this. It all falls apart if I don't say it out loud. <laughs> it's a podcast. Still buffering is sponsored in part by HelloFresh. Uh, we love HelloFresh. We have all gotten um, HelloFresh delivered to our homes and tried it out and made those meals and uh, they are delicious. The recipes are easy to follow uh, and we have all have all very much enjoyed like becoming slightly better cooks. Yeah. Slightly you know, better. Maybe? That's that's a good resolution for the new year. If you want to cook more, if you want to make more of your own meals or learn how to cook better. Mm -hmm. It's that, just a really easy way to do it that's exactly a lot of people do at the beginning of a new year think like my resolution this year is to cook more yeah. and HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes there are fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy to follow six-step pictured recipe cards delivered to your door each week all meals come together in 30 minutes max and there are three different flexible plans you can choose from classic veggie and family plan so when we've we've tried out all of these plans, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, the, mainly the classic for I think mm -hmm. Riley and me, me and Tay, you've tried out the veggie plan. Yeah, super good vegetarian dishes, like like very very focused on like super fresh veggies. I also can't emphasize enough that there are pictures because <laughs> like, if you're <laughs> like me and you, I can read a recipe a thousand times and mess it up, but you give me six pictures of what it should look like along yeah. the way, I got you. <laughs> Yeah. That, that's exactly right. It also is nice because um, the, 
the plating part so it looks nice yeah like you know like you make it all and then you look at the picture and go now this is what it should look like and then i can like finagle it and then like show it to justin and be like "Uh uh-huh i did it (laughs) (laughs) look at that so take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash stillbuffering80 and enter stillbuffering80. That's HelloFresh.com slash stillbuffering80 and enter stillbuffering80 to get $80 off your first month. That's 80 whole dollars. Go check that out. All right. So other than um, folding our clothes and appreciating the things we have, mm-hmm. what other what other ways... Have you all gotten organized? Um, I got rid of a lot of like stuff, like not clothes, like mm-hmm. items. Mm-hmm. I I didn't get rid of them. Like I put them in places to either donate or give to other people or store. But um, I realized I had at home and in my dorm, I had things there that I no longer needed. I think it's it's uh, especially difficult when you move into a dorm because you can be tempted to since you now have two locations to store your stuff. <laughs> You can be tempted to keep a lot more stuff because you don't have to decide to throw it away. You just, you sort of throw it away at mom and dad's. Yeah. Like there are things that I forgot I had because I left them at home thinking like, I'm not going to need this while I'm in college. Like currently like taking classes, but maybe over a break or over summer, whenever I'm at home, I'll want these things. No, I just didn't want to actually get rid of them. What are these things? Well, you know, they were just like, like, like I don't know there were some clothes but then there were a lot of candles I can't have (laughs) candles at my dorm so I have a giant box of candles and I don't know what to do with them you're gonna have those candles for when you graduate and you're gonna you're allowed candles again Uh, like but do I just keep this this giant box of candles for three years I'm picturing Riley looking at her first apartments and like hauling around a giant box of candles she's like on on those episodes of house hunters where there's like the one person who's like well I have to find places for my trophy collection or there has to be a special stand for all of my action figures or there has to be a room where I keep all of my special greek <laughs> vases she's gonna be like i have these candles there's several hundred <laughs> is there enough space for all my candles because you don't plan to stop buying candles in the next four years correct no i just bought another candle over christmas break why where will you put it why i don't know why? i have a problem she can't miss out on four years of candles just because she's in college Sid. they have special holiday scents that you could only get at the holiday season will you please start a podcast where you just like i think maybe monthly is all this would need like what's the new candle out this month that everybody's got to get i just want to know it's like a five minute podcast like riley's candle update i'm gonna make it half candle update half asmr like, hey guys, wondering. <laughs> like a good like fall asleep to podcast so you can learn about the new candle of the month. Describe the scent. It smells like a whispering forest. This one uh, has a lot of tones of like hazelnut and coffee grounds. Oh, can you smell them? What is that? <laughs> what is like, that noise? Are you, are you eating the candle too? Is that what that? Just like that's a num like, num sound. Like, like it can, is. Can you, can you taste the smell? Oh no! 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 <laughs> I don't know. I like Isn't that. that what ASMR is? I don't listen. I don't watch it. I don't, really I don't listen do to ASMR, ASMR things. I, uh, I, they I do a lot of whispering. That is yeah. true. Yeah. This is definitely all in jest, but I will say there actually are candle review podcasts and uh, and YouTube channels out there. If, if they're, they're, so you, you've already you've already been so scooped on that. Sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah. Too they late. Scoop me. Too late. Mm. Oh, well. Well, just keep filling us in on yeah. all the great candles. Yeah, you I'll can just have an update here on Every on few weeks. <laughs> yeah. What candle did you feel, like, even though you knew you had nowhere to put it, that you loved so much you had to buy it? What was this candle? It's called Champagne Toast. It was a special <laughs> New Year scent. <laughs> and it was supposed to smell like peaches and champagne and sparkles. Oh. And it smells wonderful. Okay. It smells very like like wintry, but also uh-huh. like a touch of that peach in there. So it's like, oh, spring is coming around the corner. <laughs> that's a that's a big read for a candle. <laughs> for a candle. <laughs> well, 
I think it's it's uh, easy to say that nobody appreciates candles as much as that's true, Riley. Yeah. But also, it's a problem I have when trying to organize my space because a lot of space is taken up by candles, and even if I could light them, I still have too many to ever logically light. Like, why do you need fifty? Do they spark joy? So many. All the different smells do. If they spark joy, you get to keep them. I know. Those are the rules. Also, like Marie Kondo, they spark joy, but where do I put them? (laughs) They are also a fire hazard. (laughs) They also are a fire hazard and also take up so much space. I wonder if she would take like challenging requests. I want her to come do my room. I need need your help because she tells you how to organize so many things. Well, first of all, I would look up and see, has she ever done like a YouTube video or anything specifically aimed at your candles? My candles. Candle collection. And if she hasn't, maybe like send in an email and be like, listen, I'm just curious. Could you do a video specializing in somebody who owns 750 candles? candles. I I think she'd be down for that. Yeah. I want her to come into my room and just, like, I'm going to say, like, Marie, I'm not going to tell you not to do anything. Fix my life. Fix my problems. Get rid of she, anything. She doesn't do it. You have to do it. But, like, I... I, I you have I to do can't. it. It's, well, it's important that you do it because then it's about you building that relationship with your things, valuing your things more. And then my hope for me personally is that we will not consume as much. Yeah. We will be more more conscientious about the things we bring into our into our space that is i think the best thing about folding my clothes that way is like yes it makes it easier to get dressed and store stuff because i can see what i have but also if i see a certain like sweater or shirt online or something i'm like i don't think i have anything like that that's really cute i'm gonna buy it like no i already have two sweaters that look just like that Mm -hmm. i see them right there but if you have all your stuff stacked up or stored away like you can't tell and then you end up with like four of the same thing right um, so I, I would have assumed that like in a dorm room scenario, it would be a lot easier to store things than I feel like it was for me. Because I remember like having, I mean, all the clothes, but clothes aside, I had my CDs. Now those were all in a giant CD binder, right. but I had to have a place to store my giant CD binder. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I, we also had a big old boom box. Yeah. That played both CDs and cassettes. Obviously. With like the detachable speakers. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was nice back in the day. I, like it was considered a nice thing. <laughs> and I don't know if you had a, this problem, Sid, but I know I did. I had both my CDs in a binder so I could put them in my car, take them with me. But the cases I had in a rack empty because you wanted it for the album art. It was like it showed off your personality in your space like yes like you couldn't it's not like you took the cd out of the case and threw the case away the case was also then an object that you had to organize (laughs) yes no i i i totally did that um and then it also allowed you to because like not all of mine were empty i would trade out things in my cd binder occasionally Mm -hmm. like rotate things back in that i would want to listen to more and Mm -hmm. put in then like consign something back to the cd shelf where i probably could have gotten rid of it at that point but i never did and that also involved buying all kinds of different CD, CD display cases. Like, I owned a variety of usually very, like, cheap and hard to put together and then easy, easy to fall apart <laughs> CD, like, things, like, holders that, like, I mean, literally, like, you would shove, like, wooden pegs together to hold this thing together. You'd yeah. put your CDs in it and then, like, the cat brushes against it and the entire thing collapses yeah, and right. all your CDs are everywhere. I had so many different of those. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's one advantage that I have is that I don't have CDs or DVDs or anything like yeah, my music. Because DVDs were the whole other thing. Right. Like you yeah. had to have a whole separate shelf to display all your DVD cases. Music and entertainment, all those things I have stored. I mean, even like video games. I have my Switch is the only video gaming thing I have with me at my dorm. But every game I have on it is downloaded to it. So I don't have to store cases for games. I don't have to store dvd cases or cd cases see i think i think that i i would think it would make it easier because that was i mean when i think about my dorm room i mean i remember very clearly like there was the tv and then around the tv were just like this nest of like cd stands and dvd stands Mm -hmm. and video game because i had a playstation 2 i think yeah and i had all the the games for that i mean we like i just had all this physical media yeah and it all had to be in its own display right (laughs) 
and and organized. Uh, I usually I was a genre organizer. I don't know about you, Tay. Mm. For for music for DVDs for for both. Both. Yeah, I do. Well, it's uh, <laughs> for music. I do straight alphabetical because mm. my genres are pretty much all the same. Um, but for for DVDs, it's definitely like genre and then alphabetical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very organized. Huh. Yeah. See, have you ever had to do anything like that? No. When I was <laughs> much younger, like elementary school age, I had a very small CD binder, but it was more like a tiny like square, like one CD per page, like not a big binder. Mm-hmm. And it was... I had it for when I would listen to music on a little CD player. I had it was like a little circular one that I would listen with headphones plugged into it in the car. But Discman. Yeah. And that was the only <laughs> time I ever had CDs or CD cases. But I mean, then. And it, and it was just full of like. It eight, was literally eight like, years of now that's what I call music. Yeah. Right? It was literally like <laughs> now that's what I call music and kids bop. And I think I had one musical on CD. I think it was like Susical the Musical or Les Mis or something. Like one musical <laughs> one on One of CD. those two. One of those two, one very, of those similar two very similar classics. musicals. I had one on DVD and that was all I had. You know, it's it's crazy. You're talking about bringing it in the car. Even, like, the concept of, like, I remember when, we, when I think Mom got the car that had, like, the eight CD changer in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a huge deal. Yes. Like, you could have access to eight CDs at once at your fingertips. Do, was a huge deal. <laughs> do you remember that you had to exchange the CDs in the back of the car? Yeah. Yeah, that's where they were stored. Yeah, the CD that's changer crazy. was in, the was in like, the hatchback. So you had to go, like, open the hatchback, take the CD changer out put new CDs in it, put it back in, and then go cr- control it from, you know, your stereo. Right. But <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. crazy to think about. I know. I just remember that. Like I, that, like those weird bridges when we just weren't quite there in technology, but we were still selling stuff to people anyway. <laughs> yes. Like this, this will be so inconvenient for you. You're going to love it. <laughs> it's going to, yeah, it's going to be cool for like five months in like 2001. <laughs> I think the worst part about trying to organize in dorms is that at home, I was discouraged from putting stuff under my bed because it was a space where like you put something under your bed, you're going to forget it's down there and then it's full of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you all had this problem, but for a while it there. was just yeah, like, you don't, you don't want to feed them. them. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> both. I mean, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I meant like oh, if okay. you, if you looked under my bed for a brief period of time, you couldn't see to the other side of the wall. Like there was just stuff under there yeah. that had been thrown I mean, under I there. remember those times of my life. I understand that. And uh, like right before I moved out, I cleared out everything from under there and threw out most of it because most of it was trash. And there were only like two things I needed to store under there because I didn't have room for them other places. And then I get to my dorm. It's like you're encouraged to store stuff under your bed because it's raised up so high. There's all that space under there. It's like, where else am I going to store stuff? I have to put it under my bed. But then I get back in the same habit where I'm like, oh, I don't know where to put this. I'm going to put it under my bed. So now instead of having like four organized little cubbies of stuff under there that I had at the beginning of the semester, now I have so much stuff under there. I can't even put anything else under there. I don't even know what's under there. I don't even know what, but other than like all you need are like books and clothes, right? Yeah, but like... Well, and like toiletries. We don't have very big drawers in our bathroom, so I keep extra toiletries and one mm-hmm. cubby under there. Any like are you, are you snack things that like we don't prepper? have room for. Yeah. You got like your... Uh, what do they call it? You know? What? Like those extreme couponers. Have you ever watched that show, The Extreme Couponers? And an they go down couponer. to like their... They basically have like a convenience store in their basement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of how the underneath of my bed is. <laughs> It's because mom helps me out so much. Like, I'll, she'll ask if I need anything from the store. I'm like, no, I think I'm good. I might be running low on shampoo, but I'm not really sure. I'm probably fine for at least a few days. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I see her, she gives me like giant, m- massive sized volumes of shampoo <laughs> conditioner. Yeah. So I have a lot of toiletries under my bed. I have some snacks under there that like we don't have room for a lot in our common area because we have so many fridges, but they all have to be mini fridges. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to keep goes under my bed. Like video game stuff I keep under my bed. See, we had like shelves in our closet area. Like we had a closet that had a bar and then it had shelves. And I just put my food on the shelves. Well, we have a shelf above our closet space, but it's so high up. Mm-hmm. It's like an extra little cabinet that 
I can't reach it unless I stand on a chair. Mm. So, you know, I don't like to keep things up there. <laughs> I feel like I feel like bad under the bed organizing skills must be genetic because at some point I had to literally cut myself off from having an under the bed. I lived for like a few <laughs> years with just like a mattress, like a box spring and a mattress on the floor because I just mm-hmm. I lost privilege to an under the bed. I was irresponsible with it. It became a nightmare. My freshman year in the dorm, we had like a raised bed and those giant Tupperware tin or bins yeah. that basically fit the size of the under the bed, like yeah. two of them. And yeah. they just became filled with every manner of like art supply remnant, dirty clothes, food, like God knows oh. what, small animals, like trying to move <laughs> out of the dorm with those and having dad help me, who's like the most organized man and just taking the lid off that thing like no (laughs) burn it with fire yeah (laughs) just don't open it just throw it directly into the dumpster into the garbage just forget about the whole thing yeah now i i did the same thing i had to cut myself off and then uh charlie's bed actually i was storing things under her bed in her room when i was trying to organize her room and it was getting bad so now she has a trundle bed can't put anything you can't put anything under a trundle bed so and that was the way that we fixed that so like now that that is not a space for things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have. Yeah, no. I've got a. I agree with that. Yeah, I got a captain's bed now that has drawers, and that's where my clothes mm. go. That's mm, that's nice. Thirty three can't be trusted with an under the bed still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know your limitations. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just know myself by now. That's One important. day I'll realize this about myself, but <laughs> that day has not come yet. Don't, don't worry. Uh, now I understand. Um, Tay, you got uh, Riley an organizational tool for Christmas. I I, I that, got her a. I think it's a it's a relic, perhaps an antique. Yeah. Uh huh. And it, it was a, it was a an essential organizational tool in the nineties mm-hmm. uh, for those of us who wore cosmetics. A a caboodle. A caboodle. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the. Long... Is it an original nineties caboodle? Like, is it a? Is it like um, eBay? stuff no uh i guess i was gonna say a company started making them but i think the company is called caboodle and it just became one of those things where you know we call them caboodles but it's the company but started Mm -hmm. remaking like a ton of them um so they're they're all new i will say and this was weird for me it smells exactly like the old caboodles which had a very (laughs) distinct smell i know i need to smell this caboodle riley let let city smell your caboodle sometime (laughs) Okay. Can I yeah, can I come to your dorm and smell your caboodle? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought it was funny till you said it, and now I'm disturbed. Oh, I just—it's a caboodle. Well, they had the little ones. They had the big ones. Like they've got all the colors are the same. Like those weird. Like everything looks like the inside of the Max Diner from Saved by the Bell. Uh huh. Yeah. Mine was like pink and then like a aquay kind of color. Yeah. That was mine. Yeah. Um, it's 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 really helpful. It's an essential. Like, like I was transferring makeup whenever I'd come home for breaks or whatever, and then to my dorm or even like from my bedroom where I keep it to the bathroom to put it on. In this gross, dirty makeup bag that didn't zip because the zipper had broken off because I'd used it too many times and it was covered in stains. And now I have all my things organized in my caboodle, and I can just pick up my little box and take it in there and put everything back where it goes. It's very helpful. <laughs> And it's stylish I, too. That's what I. It like. is stylish. It is. I I have found myself many times wishing I had one for Charlie's hair things. Aw, mm-hmm. I should have gotten Charlie a caboodle. She has so many hair things, like endless hair things, and I she have does. them in different like containers right now, so that like the little teeny like clippy flowery things are here, yeah. and the rubber bands are here, and like the headbands and the bows, and so that way at least I kind of know where the different genres are. Yeah. But I it would I would love something like a caboodle that I could fit it all in, but organize it into sections. Right. Because I had them all in like this little suitcase, and it was just every morning was me just like endlessly digging through to find like <laughs> the one butterfly clip she wanted in her hair or yeah. something. Yeah. I. I have to say the thing that I think in my adult life that has made me the most organized is actually doing a lot of cosplay because you just have so many moving parts. It's like, here's the tiny bag of like, like tan uh, bobby pins. Here are the black ones. Here are the nude wig caps. Here are the, the, the knit wig caps. Like, you know, here are these eyelashes. Here are these contacts. It's like mom got me a makeup kit for Christmas, like a big storage thing that has mm-hmm. all these just tiny, tiny compartments. And it's just... 
it's absolute joy to be able to know where all those things are because you never know and it's like I need a glue stick duct tape and a fake nose great I got it um that is I will say that travel has done that for me too Mm. traveling makes you more organized you you really you know you have to know where everything is when you're on the road all the time yeah um well, what? we did it. <laughs> I think that's it. No, I, I was going to ask about the only other thing I could think about organizing your life is back in the day we had things like um, day planners and post-it notes and desk calendars and all those things. I guess you guys just don't need. I mean, all of that is your phone now. I mean, I like to keep a journal that I used to use more so for scheduling stuff when I had less stuff to put in it. Mm-hmm. But now that I find myself just like adding dates to my phone calendar as soon as I get them, because I know I'll forget if I don't, I use it more so to just like check in with myself as opposed to actually organizing information. It's so like, I, it's kind of still a bullet journal, but I'm not using it for as much of the organizational stuff. I think my phone and my computer have taken on those tasks. I used to, if you can believe this, Riley, there was a time where I had like a nice little notebook that was phone numbers. (laughs) That's crazy. Isn't that wild to think about that you would have a physical thing in your room that just had phone numbers? Do you know how many people's phone numbers I have never even like seen or I would have no idea one single number that would be anywhere in them because either someone sends me their contact and I just put it into my phone or someone like I hand someone my phone they type their number in like I I don't know a single like I know mom and dad's number I know your all's numbers Mm -hmm. that's it I know my own number yeah that's it no I don't know many numbers either it's crazy That, that um, was like a marker. The, the last thing, this has nothing to do with organization, but I just had to, I thought our listeners would enjoy this as well. Uh, Charlie and I were talking about how she said she wanted school supplies uh-huh. and like you don't need them for preschool other than like a backpack. Right. And so we were talking about how she doesn't, there's not really anything I can send with her right now, but when she gets older and how I was telling her about all the different things you got to pick for school mm-hmm. supplies. And she said, are there decorated ones? And I said, you know what you would enjoy? Lisa Frank. And I, sh- I Googled. Really? I Im- yep. Google imaged. Lisa Frank and handed my phone to Charlie and no joke like 10 solid minutes of her just scrolling through (laughs) going wow oh wow oh I like the no this oh like it was the most enjoyable she just sat there looking at Lisa Frank imagery for so long that's great so. I like the idea that both Lisa Frank and Caboodles could be things that can systematically come back into our collective conscience and make us all happy again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that if, if corduroy and chokers and all the other things that seem to have crept back in can mm-hmm. do it, I, I think Caboodles and Lisa Frank, there's room for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here in 2019, when we are all organized and that will fix it all, <laughs> please. We'll make room for you. <laughs> If I just if I just get rid of enough stuff and fold things the right way, if all of my underwear are a little teeny tense, maybe the world will stop being awful. <laughs> maybe things will start turning around. Nope. Okay, I'm just gonna keep folding. Just keep going. Uh, thank you, sisters. This this has been fun, and I uh, I hope listeners, I hope you have enjoyed it, and we've inspired you to go fold your clothing and better ways <laughs> through through the use of the uh marie condo method not ours we don't yeah. we didn't have anything to do with that yeah, um thank you to the maximum fund network for hosting our show you can go to maximumfund.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts that you would enjoy you can email us at still buffering at maximumfund.org you can tweet at us at still buff uh we'll be at podcon this Whoa. weekend this mm-hmm. weekend so come see us if you can yeah please we'd love to we're doing a show like this show the one that you're listening to now this podcast (laughs) still buffering and we are going to do a meet and greet yeah and a creator chat and then we're on panels you guys are on panels i'm on panels everybody's on everybody's on panels there's all kinds of fun wacky (laughs) other surprises i don't know if we I don't know, are there any surprises? Anyway. Yeah, I don't think we want to spoil it, but we've agreed to some things that 
I mm-hmm. I like that we all did. Like, that's yeah. all I can yeah. say. We're all going to look like idiots. <laughs> but we're going to do our very best for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try hard. Awesome idiots. Uh, so um, thank you for listening. And hopefully we'll see you this weekend. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was too. Oh, why that's tough. I was just like, too. Ba- battery's low. We just died on that. That's all I got. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My Uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. <laughs> a new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society from Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.